and welcome to Mature Gamer uh, Bits and Pieces episode 61. Um, we are very lean on people. We've lost them. John's trafficking drugs to Amsterdam. <laughs> Bimesy's vanished. Um, Clarky, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I presume he must be the, the driver for John or something. I, um, I suspect he's lost in the woods. Maybe he does go to the woods quite a lot, doesn't he? He's quite <laughs> mysterious. Um, as you probably gathered, that wasn't any of them, and it was in fact Proton. In, indeed, yes. My last appearance, and I did check this, was episode forty-four. For those who are keeping count, <laughs> you, I, I can't believe you actually checked, but that's. Uh... <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's. I will. Um, I'm going to try and keep the show really, really lean this week because I couldn't make the show last week, so I was feeling rough. And I've still have got the Gamescom lurgy, which has been filtering around my office like some kind of horrific plague. Um, I think almost it's only a couple of people who haven't been wiped out by it so far. So I'm going to try and keep this. Uh... That sounds horrendous. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just a grumpy bugger about it. But um, I tell you what, why don't you kick us off? What, what lovely games and you've been playing and then we'll uh, we can hopefully pick holes in them fantastic now as, as many people will know I've, I have my own show to look after but I do still play what I people would I assume call triple A titles um, more so than normal which is a bit uh, derogatory to what I actually do um, one of them was uh, gifted to me by a bloke off the forum now I don't know if he really wanted to mention this so I'm not going to but I'm just going to say thanks to him anyway thank you um is Metro Last Light. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a big fan of 2033. I got about an hour and a half into it and just didn't do anything for me. I pulled it down and fucked it off, basically. Um, didn't like it. But Last Light, um, Steam tells me I've put about six hours into it and I'm not, I'm not playing to go through it as hard and fast as I could, but I'm taking my time. I'm enjoying the sights, if you like the sort of really post-apocalyptic wasteland <laughs> i suppose yeah yeah i know what you mean it's yeah I, I play it on the hardest mode possible i mean there's obviously a bit of controversy about having to pay for the ranger mode but now i don't give a donkey's about that i'm just playing it on the hardest one possible and um one of the little things i find not quite neat in it is that you know you've got your um the nixie watch have you played the second one then um see i got confused to be honest i got lost in the metro series because they've done this strange numbering system i kind of thought there was more than there were um or less than there were i'd never know um i i played the first one i think um which it was whatever it was called um and then i didn't play 2033 which i think was the second one i could be wrong though um, i 2033 was the first one. Exactly. See my problem. See my problem. <laughs> um, I, I played something. I didn't really like it that much either. A bit like you. Um, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what you're talking about. The watch you're talking about. In... You know when you're because I generally tend to sneak around quite a bit in this, and then when all else fails, I duck out the shadows, kick off, and then sort of duck back into the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a watch on. It's literally just a watch. Um, but there's this, it's on a Nixie, uh, Nixie, you know what, you probably don't, you know what a Nixie valve is, Nixie clock. It's basically a bunch of valves with uh, numbers that are sort of precast into them. The, the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yes, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm explaining it badly, but yeah. Um, you've got one of them on, and it looks lovely. And I noticed the other night, it actually tells you the real time. Oh, cunning. 
<laughs> I thought yeah, that's actually pretty good. I know what the hell late on gaming in the morning. A, a nice bit of a kind of like the, the meta gaming touch of the outside world clashing with the uh, the real world, but clashing with me, the game world. It tells me how late I've been up. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Two a.m. It's not two a.m. in the game. I look at my phone. Oh, it's two a.m. in real life. I better uh. go to bed. Um, <clears throat> but I recently upgraded my. Um, PC, I uh, went and bought myself a uh, ridiculously cheap 128 gig SSD. It mm-hmm. was about 45 quid. Mm-hmm. It was a SanDisk one as well, so it's a good quality. Well, I think they're good quality stuff anyway that they do. And um, got a, uh, I also have a Western Digital notebook, which is a 2 gig, 2 terabyte Caviar Green hard drive. Um, took a hammer to that got the hard drive out nice. I, I didn't take a hammer to it um und, undid it all took the hard drive out formatted that uh put my os on the ssd and then used the um two terabyte drive for putting all my games on and then I'm right like, okay yeah yeah works lovely but i've come across the problem that my save is not in the cloud it's on the hard drive uh, which you didn't, which you formatted? You didn't back end. No, no, out? God, no! I haven't, I haven't done anything with it yet. It's still sitting there. I hadn't actually got round to doing anything with it. Cause right. I'm too fucking lazy at the moment. Um, but yeah, my saves are on there for a few things, and I'm, I was a little concerned. I assumed, because um, like Borderlands Two and that, it sometimes it comes up with a thing. I'll uh, currently save into the cloud. I thought, okay, fair enough. I thought all my game saves were done to the cloud, but I, I don't understand why it's only some of them. I think it may be game-based. Oh, what, with the, uh, not Steam, but yeah, Gearbox or whoever? Yeah, I, I think it's based upon who can provide that as, as part of their, um, part of how they develop the game. Because I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, because think about it, Steam doesn't have the ability to completely overtake where the save I mean, suppose it could do in theory if it knew where the saves were going but no I think it has to be d- developed with that in mind oh right well I'm not formatting that hard drive my uh, one terabyte hard drive on the side at all because well I want my saves and I don't know what ones I've <laughs> still got and what ones don't so well it'll be there as long as you I mean you just just plug it in and you can pretty post. much search yeah it'll be fine yeah and um, I've also developed a bit of a habit now with eBay. Um, I bought GTA 4, the complete pack, for a tenner off eBay. Steam okay. Cash. Um A little bit hesitant, but, you know... It does could, sound a bit dodgy, doesn't it? You look at the feedback, you look at, you know... I mean, this one, this uh, company was called Offshore Gaming, and that's all they ever sold was games. Mm. And they got, like, over 10,000 feedback. Thinking, OK, well, they're going to be legit, reasonably so. Otherwise, they would have sure. either been shut down or whatever. Um, paid my tenner, got my code. Three hours later, bing, bang, bosh, got it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got, uh, there's a game that was on the, um, I don't know if it was solely exclusive to the TeamSpeak lot or on the uh, forum. It's um, Dungeonland. Dungeonland, Dungeonland. It's four player, but one of them plays the Dungeon Keeper. Yes, I, yeah, yeah, I did play this actually. Um, I think we talked about it a few shows back. Um, I um, got that for a quid. It's quite good, actually. Have you played it yet? No, I haven't. No, I've I've just all I've been playing is a GTA Four and a Payday Two. Oh, and a Android Cactus because I got given a lovely code from the devs. Oh, fair enough. Good. Which is, which is, if you haven't got it, it's fantastic. It's just bananas. 
Yeah, I have um, not heard of it, to be honest with you. You've not heard of Assault Android Cactus? No. Wow. It's a twin stick shooter, and it's just okay. combos. It's people have. I mean, I've I've not heard this term before, but other people seem to know it. It's called a bullet bullet storm bullet hell game. Bullet hell game. No, not you just that term you, you literally do not take your finger off the fire button, and you just <clears throat> well one sticks to move the player around, and one of them's to aim, and you just take on wave after wave after wave of uh, en- enemy uh, mechanical or whatever, and. Um, the devs put up a little challenge to anyone who can S plus all the levels. And to do that, you have to basically, when you achieve three kills and you get three in the corner with a timer on it, and then you hit four and the timer restarts, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, chain kills, yeah. Um, okay. I've managed to chain kill the first two levels, and each one of them has been about nearly 200 kills from okay. the start to the end. And there's actually a little, there's a, I wouldn't say a trick, but there's a certain order you have to do things. You can't kill everything straight away. It's it's good. It's good. It's only like 11 quid on Steam. It's, I mean, we were getting development builds. We got the first ever development build, um, God, four or five months ago. And um, me and Rob were pretty sure it was finished. But we keep getting them and they keep improving. They've added a storyline and the graphics have got better and the background's been tweaked. I can't believe it. Honestly, I, it's fantastic. You should all buy What's it. What's it called again? Uh, Assault Android Cactus. Is it on Android Steam. or? It's on Steam. Okay. I know it's a bit. You you basically play the part of androids going around. I'm not too sure of the story yet. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> just going around kicking off, uh, taking. Out, I mean, on one of the levels, you've got the you've got this um, tiled floor, and you go around taking all these bad guys out. And then when the last one dies. The floor sinks down and instant, the scenery instantly changes by the pistons going up and down. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty fast-paced, and apparently, from what we spoke to the devs about, because it's multiplayer as well, you can have up to four people in it, the uh, difficulty ramps up a lot, which is good. Something to look forward to. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I've, I mean, I must have seen it on Steam because I'm looking at Steam every day, but mm. it's kind of passed me by completely. It's it's something that doesn't require hours and hours of your life. You can play it for ten minutes and put it down, which is what I tend to do. That's quite handy, to be honest. Yeah, it's, there's no in-depth storyline where you've got to do this and that. You can do a level and that's it, or you can fail it. And you know, it doesn't take long to have a quick. You can have a quick go on it. It's it's not difficult. Mm, I think about that one, but kind of going, I want to kind of go back. <laughs> um, <laughs> You got GTA 4. Was that the first time you played GTA 4? Yes, it, it was, yeah. Okay. I am. Uh, people were talking about it now. I think, yeah, I must have played it. And I remember the the last one I played was Vice City. Thinking, oh, okay. I better play this for a while then. And um, I'm superbly impressed. Are you? Graphics wise. And the. it's. I remember the old ones. I remember GTA 3. <laughs> and, um, you know, you, you get in. I'm. I am. I'm, I mean, I know graphics aren't king, but it plays a good part. And the the one the way this plays is pretty good. I mean, you're probably against it, aren't you? Um, I, do you know what? I um, GTA Four. I end up. I remember actually when I bought it. I actually bought it with a, with a PlayStation Three at the same time. Yeah. Um, a colleague of mine. This was years ago. Um, because we're kind of having a chat and we kind of. You know, persuading each other to go down to the kind of local 
was probably a, that's actually I think it was um, a Virgin um, Megastore. So that's how Blimey. a few years ago. Um, or it might have been a Zavit. I can't remember. I had to go and pick one up um, with a PlayStation 3. And that, that's a special kind of um, bundled version. Um, I GTA 4 highlighted for me the main gripes I have with the GTA series. Right. Um, okay. I... It's going to be sandbox, open world, adventure, kind of, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, GTA 4 has, has so kind of squeezed itself down to just being about a flashy story in a kind of gangstery world that mm. you, it's very little room to kind of venture outside that. Um, I've not got that far in it. I'm, I'm sticking to the story to begin with, so unlock a few things to teach me how certain bits of the game like all the shops and this mm-hmm. that and the other and then i'll probably go a bit mad and see what i can do um but have you got to the stage where you're basically driving around getting constant phone calls about people badgering you to help them yeah yeah i fear i'll come and do this it seems to be that you've got a choice you can either go do this or do that you can't do both. You pick one or the other. It was like one of the first ones. I had to take this bird out on a date. Yeah. Or I had to go out with my cousin because he was getting his ass kicked. I obviously took the bird out. Obviously. Fuck, it. Fuck him. He can get his ass kicked. Well, um, I, I, I don't know. I've all, I, I, I think the GTA series, GTA series is the most overrated series. I can't think of any game that has the amount. It was going to sell millions and millions when it comes out in October, um, the fifth one. But I... I don't know. I, I thought this had a lot of a lot of flashiness, but when I compared it to like Saints Row Two, particularly, which I thought was for me the, probably the pinnacle of these games, where you could do so many different things, you could go through have almost like a Need for Speed kind of driving experience. You could mod your cars up to the high heaven through yeah. to shooting things and going crazy. And you didn't if you got stuck on a mission, it wouldn't matter because there was tons of other things you could do, and you could do these other missions until you got a bit better. Whereas always from the GTA, you get to get stuck on this linear path. Yeah. And if you get to, to a mission, I've had it every single GTA game, you get to a certain mission and go, oh, this is really shit, and you're stuck doing it. Um, that is, I think, that is a problem with GTA. That yeah, you do have to progress in the missions. But I mean, Saints Row is just bananas altogether, anyway. It is. I mean, I've recently started playing Saints Row 4. Have you played this yet? No, because I don't have the money for it at this precise moment. Fair enough. Um, I would say it's too much the other way. Um, Two bananas. It's it's absolutely nuts. It's it's fun to kind of... It basically has gone, don't you have a really good time running around just kind of blasting the shit out of stuff? Mm. And they've basically made... And this is not spoiling, I don't think particularly. um, It's like City of Heroes... That's how it's. That's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're effectively in the Matrix, and you've got superpowers. You can super jump. You can super speed. I've got a stage now where when I run around at super speed, so I'm, I run faster than any car in the game. So basically, after about twenty percent way through the game, cars mm. are almost pointless to me unless a mission forces me to take a car. Nice. Um, I now run at such speed that people and cars spinning tornadoes around me um <laughs> as you run past them i can jump i can i can't fly i can kind of glide um it's 
almost laughable. I'm kind of probably about 45% halfway through the game, maybe something based upon the, what the save thing tells me I'm at. Um, and I'm laughably powerful. I mean, there's, it's only if I deliberately try to get up my, um, notoriety, yeah. um, that it becomes in any way a challenge. And that's only because I'm waiting for my superpowers to cool down. Cause I can I fire a fireball into a, a pack of mobs and, they start on fire, and then when when they die, they explode. So you can pretty much take out like, oh, tons of people. I know all of them. <laughs> um, I um I saw some of the demo videos of that. I I think they they you're right. They have gone a bit mad. I think they've got to the point, you know, where you've got the superpowers and that. Then the game, do do you not think the game's broken in that way? I I do. And what's even more peculiar about it is to do the main campaign it often takes you outside of that world to do other missions, which just for me, I, I, I always think it's a bad game design on the whole. I don't think, no, I'm going to say this, I don't think it's the bad game, but I don't, I know it's got some quite good, like eight or, eight or nines out of 10. It certainly doesn't deserve that kind of um, a rating, but it's not bad, but I don't think it's good design to make a game play in a certain way. And then when to do the missions to continue the story, so to speak, loose story that it has hmm. um that it takes you out of that normal gameplay style to do something else um it most of the time it takes your superpowers away again and then you're why because you're in the matrix and so you can, can you can jump in and out of the matrix so to speak um and right. you can visit a spaceship it's it's honestly totally nuts but when you're also the president of the united states as well that's why i should probably yeah. add that variable to it uh, in the real world, not the Matrix world, it's very, very peculiar in how they've they really have kind of uh, patchwork quilted the storyline to, to justify what they've done. Um, oh, <laughs> it's it's very weird. Um, is, it, is it worth it though? I find myself playing it just because it's really fun jumping around and using my telekinesis to pick up lorries and throw them at people and stuff like that. The same problem, the same lunacy of you used to do in kind of GTA Septus has kind of turned up, but I still think it misses the glory of what Saints Row 2 was, which was just a nice open world sandbox game where you don't get trapped on a certain mission. You can do other, other missions and um, just even progressing the story. And you had felt like you were playing the kind of RPG element by getting different stories, unlock it. You kind of, you could own various parts of the city as you kind of uh, did missions in an area. It kind of made sense. And this has gone too far. Um, so I'm really, really intrigued to see how GTA five goes. Is it going to go more the GTA four route, which I thought was a bit disappointing or the GTA three route where it kind of gave the option of doing anything. Um, hmm. I, I'd, I'd be intrigued to see what you think of GTA four as you play um, it more. The, the driving's a bit spongy. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to handbrake around corners i end up doing donuts i don't know if that's because of the the the, the taxi i'm driving around at the moment or if it's mm. just the same with all the cars but the, the, the driving's awful either way, i'm just not used to it yet um, i think they're always feeling a bit the same i can't remember if it's i can't remember if it, if it varies per car in gta4 or not if it's just basically the same same physics and to be fair G, um, saints row 4 i can berate for driving because they've, uh, they've given you a handbrake but the handbrake's almost impossible to use because it instantly donuts you so it's not like you can go at a different speed it seems to be exactly what i'm going at the coal skid round at kind of 
280, 300 degrees in a circle, and it was very, very hard to to control. I almost don't use yes. it. Um, hmm. I, I remember one. I remember the, um, a little side mission, I suppose, what, what you'd call it, is that I had to go out with uh, Roman, that's his name, and yes, um, yeah, remember, yeah. go out and get drunk with him, and then get back. So if I don't get in a vehicle quick enough, my, my health will go down too quickly. Why was it going down? Because I was pissed, probably. Okay. It's weird. I mean, I, the controls, it was just... Uh, if you went too far to the left, you'd fall over. So you have to sort of mix it up a bit. Left, left, right. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Right, right, right. The yeah. drunk thing I actually quite liked. I actually thought it was quite a nice mechanic. It did make it the game go quite blurry and... Odd. Yes. <laughs> um, the thing is, that I, went, I jumped straight on a motorbike and, and went off. I mean, that wasn't too bad. I mean, I crashed the bike... I think I'd ploughed it in the side of a 4 by 4 and just went flying everywhere. And um, good job I had my helmet on, to be quite honest. Um, then went and stole a um, pickup truck with a copper next to me because I didn't see him. And, um, yeah, he can't drive straight to save his life. And then I ended up getting arrested. And that was that. Yeah, I mean, let's make it sound cooler than it really is. But, yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's just a little, little odd. Um, but the main love of my... Uh, gaming at the moment and uh, most of the people on TeamSpeak if, if anyone other than wants to come in and have a word with us is a Payday 2 now I do remember Vimes had gone on about this ages ago and I even tried to get people in on the pre-buy you know before yeah. it was officially nobody was up for it but that's fine because someone on um, the TeamSpeak channel managed to have a friend in America because uh, Amazon sell digital downloads now Apparently. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's correct. They do, yeah. So they managed to get a four-pack of Payday, and it basically cost me 14 quid. Oh, not bad. Oh, I thought that was pretty good as well. And um, I've been playing it pretty much constantly. Um, if there was a perfect heist game, I think this is probably it. Mm. Now, so did... I'm intrigued because I picked it up uh, before the weekend, yeah. and I just kind of thought I'd just kind of test it out. Um, realising that actually it's impossible to kind of test out by yourself to see get made the game to work in any way that seems it seems re- remarkably horrible to play by yourself. The AI is as thick as shit. Um, the only missions that they've come in useful for is the Ukraine job and the uh, jewellery heists because you'll want them around you as it all kicks off. Um, but other than that, no, you need friends because you all need to be able to split up and do your own thing and at certain points come together and defend yourselves. Yeah, that's that's how it felt. I felt like I was running around trying to do everything and yeah. having stupid AI, literally very, very stupid. Yeah, they don't even put any armour on the morons. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I mean, there are some... If, if anyone wants to check out some of the uh, Payday 2 videos, if they look for... Uh, Mr. Black Proton on YouTube. I've uploaded two videos I did with some of the uh, forumites. Ah, oh, cool. And um, yeah, the sound quality isn't great because I'm still getting used to the software. Um, but other than that, yeah, you can um, see how good yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm going to try to kind of. I've been because of Gamescom last month. It, to be honest, it was pretty hectic, and I haven't really yeah. got back in swing of kind of logging into TeamSpeak and kind of checking when people are playing. But I need to kind of get on this and playing with other people before if i'm gonna get anywhere of this at all i think if 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 you want we'll try and when you've got free time let us know and we'll get myself apps and kev not not the kev but kevinio yeah me him and him and yourself on and we'll do some uh the missions come in several flavors um 
one of the ones we like doing at the moment is called Rats, where we um, have to go and um, buy a lot of meth, crystal meth. Uh, we turn up, someone's gone and shot the cooks, so we have to stick around and cook all the meth ourselves. But okay. We take on a continuous assault from the police. Um, we've got to the level now. I mean, I've I'm near the top of the enforcer. Did you see? Have a look at the trees, the skill trees. I did, but obviously it made no sense to me really because I had no idea okay. what I needed. Um, I'm, it's, it's personal preference, really. Um, I'm at the top of the enforcer tree now, so I've got a what could be described as a disc cutter and a sawn-off shotgun as my primary weapons. A um, disc what? Disc, you know, a petrol-driven disc cutter. Uh, you can use right. it as a weapon against people, <laughs> but that's not initially what it's for. Um, when you start out on the levels, and it's basically you're in there telling everyone to get down and pull tying everyone's wrists together so you've got hostages um right. i can run up to the atms and cut the doors off the front and take all the money out of it oh okay that's about 22 grand a piece and there's like two or three of them um when we do banks over um if we're we're getting to the level we're quite good and everyone's i mean i've got to the point where i've got two ammo bags and someone else has got two ammo bags as well so we try and only use one of them to fend off all the assaults until we get in the safe then we put all the ammo bags down. Two of them are defending the entrance. And me and Kavino, uh, who've got our saws out, we just go through every single um, safety deposit box with our saws. Oh, so can you cut them out? Because one of the things I found when I tried it was I kind of got into the safe um, yeah. with a silly AI, and then it was just painful pick lock-picking all the safes. Oh, or yeah, out. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my, this takes... How... This is horrific <laughs> try to be as real as possible i suppose because i mean you wouldn't be that quick normally i mean no um not to blow my own trumpet i mean I, I used to be a locksmith moons ago and i used to we used to do safes and mm. um floor safes wall safes we've done a few banks and stuff as well and just it, it was an interesting job mm. put it that way we didn't use c4 so yeah none of i that. used to work in a bank there you go so, there's the link yeah indeed <laughs> um but yeah, no. With this, um, with the saws, um, when you first get the saw, you you can get through the discs pretty quick. But you go up to the safe, the box, just tap it twice really quick, and the door opens. Then you take it, and we just start taking columns out and columns out. And if we can defend it long enough, we will take everything. And the payday after that, I mean, when you f- have you completed a level yet? Um, did I? I yeah, I did, but it, mm. I couldn't work out it was a little bit because it doesn't really help you quite that much you actually have no idea what you're doing really so i think i threw the bag in the back of the van but i don't think i was meant to do that necessarily but i thought i was meant to do yeah that. you do yeah any any bags you throw them in the back of the van that's normally secured um okay so you basically I threw, did that and i got in the van then i kind of got the next seven and thought i'm not doing that again that was painful by myself yeah yeah um i mean uh, at the end of the thing you get your experience then you get money into your offshore account and then you get your spending money Okay. Spending money is for upgrades and weapons yeah. and stuff. Um, we've only recently found out that the offshore money can be used to buy missions. Oh, so okay. if you want to tank yourself out, I mean, we were playing, we did uh, Elephant Man job. Elephant, elephant. there's something Elephant jobs. Okay. And um, where we basically had to break into a, um art gallery and steal pa- paintings, basically. Um, that was quite fun uh, until we got scene and they set the alarms off and all the bars came over the paintings and we had to well i had my disc cutter on me thankfully so we got them out pretty sharpish 
than that. <laughs> um, yeah, sold them for a couple of million a pop. And um, when we got to the end of the, the it was like a three-day mission. Um, when you get to the end of that, oh, you get more more pay, more this, more that, more mm. the other. And you're spending money. I mean, the last mission I did, um, our spending money was nearly half a million. And I spent that on one gun to desert a desert eagle or right a, okay or wow. a deagle yeah the 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 amount of things cost in the in the inventory is a bit off a bit extreme <laughs> a little extreme yeah um but yeah the uh depending on how you fight now you're shooting that it's it's good i i like it because i'm i'm pretty much like a tank and i can intimidate people quite well <laughs> other people are um like uh, Absolus, he's uh, going the mastermind route, so he can shout at me to get up from a distance instead of having to come over to me and pick me up. Right. Okay. Uh, and when he revives me, I get more health. And uh, okay. And there's another one at the top of the tree called Bullet Messiah. So when you go down, he pulls out his handgun, and if he manages to kill one person when he's uh, on a bleed out, shall we say, mm. um, he instantly gets revived with half his health. Uh, okay. Right. And off he goes. It can get quite interesting when you get higher tiers, but. I mean, the one with the, the rats with the meth, when we stuck around and cooked all this meth and then went, then we had to go and exchange it with some gangsters for some information. As you do. Generally, it would go Pete Tong. So we'd all run around and kick it would kick off. We'd um, give them all the bags of meth, and they didn't like it, so they'd try and kill us. So we'd kill them, run around this um, ghetto to try and find the information before they set fire to it. And... Um, on the way back, we stole all the meth back and took it and sold that on as well. <laughs> Steal the meth back, why not? It's more oh, money. That makes sense, yeah. And um, it was basically to do with this crime family. So we ended up finding where they were, found where the bus was, went, uh, mowed our way through a bunch of um, SWAT teams, went on the bus, mowed the entire family down because they were all, like massive gangsters. And they all were carrying, like, um, God, what was it? These suitcases full of money. Normally, when you pick up a bag of money, it slows you down. I've yeah. got the back, uh, mule pack perk, which means it doesn't, but this time okay. it did. These were big bags. Um, but what other people didn't realise in the team is that when you take the bag of money, it reveals a block of C4, and you can disarm it if you have the code. We didn't have the code, right. which is what the information was for, because normally they set fire to it. Um, I managed to get out of the van with my money and, and hop my way back to the pickup point while fending them off, walking backwards ever so slowly. But yeah, everyone else ended up going down and they were all shouting at me to move it, get on and all that. And uh, yeah, the payday, I mean, one of those bags was worth <laughs> a couple of million in just dollars. It was right, just, okay. it, it's a good game. There's a yeah, lot of potential in it. Yeah. I definitely, definitely have to try it because I do like my shooters anyway. And it did seem like it was a bit more to it than that. It's just, it was just horrible uh, by itself. If if you're going to start doing it on your own to try and level yourself up, if you see any of the jewelry heists uh, or the Ukraine job, the one to go for is the Ukraine job. Um, that's generally a high-level one where you have to go in and steal the tiara. All you do is go in, drill out both safes, one of them have the tiara in, in you go, and you can lever it pretty quickly that way. Um, depending on the route you take, you can, if you get the C4, blow the doors off the safe, um, I'm not going to make a, an Italian job reference here, but mm -hmm. someone else can if they really want to. Um, and it only takes um, five, ten seconds to get through the safe. You take the tar and you bugger off before the police get there. Done. Literally, you can just sift through them. It's like grind. You can grind some of the missions if if you feel like it. Because mm. the payout's about twenty, thirty thousand that you can spend on. If you do that a few times, you know you've got hundred grand and yeah. 
Yeah, it builds your level up. But if you mean, if you're like level three or four and you come out with a slot, you'll. The first time I went out with a bunch of people and we did a difficult um, level, I went up five levels in one go. Okay, that would be interesting. If you're low level and you come and do one of the hard missions with us, um, yeah, you'll you'll jump a lot of levels pretty quick. Should be fun if you want yeah. to try and sort that out for some time. Yeah, but, but sometime this week we'll uh, we'll get on board with that. Mm. Um, so, any other games you want to mention, or if you move on to my flange, move on to yours, mate. I mean, I, I can. Um, I mentioned an extra game that wasn't in the list, so I think yeah, no. pretty good. Well, that's it. I've kind of really d- kind of dug into my own my own pot of games, but we're talking about Saints Row Four, and there's very little to add to that at the mm. moment. Have um, you um, have you got the dubstep gun? I have. I've never fired it though. Boo. <laughs> um, they've got some ludicrous guns. And to be honest, I've, I tend to not use guns at all, and just use my fists. I've got super strength, obviously, mm. so I can just punch people in one hit and kill them most of the time. It sounds a lot like um, Crackdown. It's got a very similar crap, Crackdown vibe, um, mm. but the, the art style is more in keeping with City of Heroes. Oh, right, okay. Um, Significantly more kind of yeah. It's, it's, it's got. I've got. It's less um cell shading more comic book in this yeah. kind of design um anyway what i have been playing with i've been really really enjoying and i think it's got a, a fairly mixed response is um game dev tycoon i played this on my iphone did you play or did you play um there's a, there's another one isn't there there's um is it game dev studio or something like that or it's not it's, the same no no it's not okay Fair enough. This one looks like Theme Hospital. Really? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, and that's what that's what that's what tricked me into playing it. Um, <laughs> was I'm kind of an old school fan of Theme Hospital. It's kind of a, I mm. love the the art style. No, no, it's and it looks good. like that. And I've got a feeling it's very similar to the OS um, title, but this is a different different team. This this were these were the guys that when they released the game, they seeded out a onto torrents a version of the game. Which yes. was a pirate version, which your studio would always go under by being over pirated. Um, fantastic move, um, literally fantastic move. <laughs> well, it's just I think he has a double-edged sword of kind of a funny thing to get good kind of PR um, people talking about it through yeah. to it's something that's at least a a good way of deterring. Uh, pirates by kind of giving them a version of the game themselves that just, just screws it up for them and then, then get complaints from people saying oh I can't, I can't play this game I always get done over by pirates and I think, and then they go well you shouldn't pirate the game should you <laughs> um, which ah. I think is a, which is a, a brilliant, uh, brilliant scheme. I think this game I I can't say this game's amazing but my god is it addictive is it it's, it's like theme hospital isn't it they're addictive uh, I I, I mean, I put for a game I picked up for about five quid on Steam. I put forty hours in, into it, looking at my Steam catalog in the last kind of week and a half. Oh right, okay. Um, it's a little bit like the kind of Civ games where you kind of go, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just make one more game, just make one more game. Um, <laughs> because you re, all you do is can you start off in your kind of kind of your garage looks like you're one person developing a game and it starts off at the beginning of kind of PC C64 kind of early 80s is how it kind of kicks off and as you play it 
you play in kind of it goes to a little bit to the future, but only really the next the generation beyond the PS4 and the Xbox One. Yeah. But it tells you the kind of story of those games consoles. They kind of made fake names. The, the, the C64 is called the G64. Yeah, um, as you do for copyright and all that. Yeah, and Nintendo is called Nintendo. Nintendo <laughs> game, Nintendo as the Game Boy, and it actually is quite consistent with. You can look at those consoles and go, well, I need to make a game for a young audience on the Wii, or what they call it, I think they call it the new new or something like that. Nice. Um, but it's just really kind of fun. It's about genre com- combining and um, managing your cash so you make sure you develop games that you can afford and managing your staff. And I, I don't know, it's really easy to play. It reminds me a little bit of the old Championship Manager games where you could play the game quite easily and quite quickly. That doesn't um, make it appealing to me. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like an Excel sheet. It just, in the sense of when I used to, when I I don't like most of the new football manager stuff because I just find it a little bit too too much stuff. Too much stuff going on now. Um, I used to better play a whole season in a day. Oh uh, right. In the old Chapman um, Chapman two in the early two thousand one two thousand two thousand one, which is yeah. one of my favourite. Um, but they've got, they've got too got too bloated. But you can play really quickly, and this is a game you can play. I'll make another game. I'll just develop it, and I'll just quickly research on how well that game did. Okay, so RPG and Cyberpunk were a really good combination. Let's try that again, and let's do. And you're constant research and different te- technology, building your own engines. It's just really compelling to play because you haven't got to think about it very much, and you're going to go or you're making up names for the games, and you can then you can make sequels on games and do the marketing around it. It's just really really good fun and for a fiver I thought do you know what if I can get over 10 hours of entertainment on a game that costs a fiver I'm well impressed oh if if, if you like that you'll you'll love Android Cactus you'll definitely get your time out of it oh I hope so I'll definitely um, be, be checking there's it out demo. there's a demo download the demo I won't download it now because I'll just yeah. destroy the internet of course um, but yeah, I've been playing that quite a bit um, and I also started tinkering with something else that popped up on Steam. A this is a bit of software rather than a game called Black Ink. Did wonder what that was about. Um, it seems to be a um, non-realistic art program. Huh? Um, well, it, it's a um, an art tool, a bit like a Photoshop type thing, but it's more about creating your own art rather than modifying something, and it's more about it's got lots of different brushes that give you interesting effects and you can draw kind of concept art style things. Um, I, it's really hard to explain. It's quite peculiar. I'm, I'm still trying to understand it as an application. Um, it's about like, I think normal full price is like 75 quid, but it's about 35 pounds and steam. We've got a big discount on it. It's, it's in the beta phase, but I'm just trying the demo out, which you can download. Um, and I would recommend if you're interested in that kind of thing, just, try and download it because it's really hard to explain what it's meant to be yeah um because it will have lots of different brushes and you can change the the texture of the brushes and the and the colors but you can do really cool things quite easily so you can make kind of it, it's, it's all a bit showy you have like kind of some of the brushes look a bit like there's old spirograph things oh god yeah uh, um and you can kind of make kind of abstract pictures really quickly um, yeah. And bright colours, and it will, depending on how quickly you brush across the um, with your mouse, will affect the kind of tone and the thickness, and how the colours will stretch. So you can have like five colours on one brush. It's quite a weird experience, um, and I'm, tr- I'm struggling to master it. 
but it's, it's, I'm trying on a, on a kind of timed demo, which has almost run out, but it's really nice making your own kind of, um, graffiti. He, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm kind of, I've running a kind of, I've got big, cause I've got the 29 inch monitor and the 23 inch monitor. I've got quite a large desktop. Yeah. Um, and I've tried to make a, an image using some fairly abstract, um, GLaDOS artwork from Portal 2 and then kind of adding some different effects to it and kind of giving it a different tone all the way across the, the screen. It's, it's quite cool for something like that, but I'd, I'd say give it a go if at that kind of thing in, in any way that sounds interesting. I do realize I'm probably not giving it the kind of full justice. But What's it called again? Black Ink. So I'm looking through the software section on Steam and it's not there. If you look, it, I did, funny enough, I did a search for it because I was. Oh, there it is, Black Ink. I yeah. apologize. Yep. The search doesn't seem to work properly for it for some peculiar reason because um, I did a search for it at work because I wanted to show it to one of the girls on the creative services team because I thought it might be interesting. Um, yeah. I thought it wouldn't work, but it was in the Steam list. Um, but yeah, no. 55% off, wow. Yeah, well, it's in the beta, so. It's in the beta, so it's... Oh, I see, what, I see what you mean, yeah. You draw a squiggly line and it sort of automatically either sort of bends and flops it all over the place. Yeah, it's quite strange. Um, and I, They've done some really great bits of artwork in that and I'm kind of fathom how they've done them because it's quite it's quite weird it working It looks good. Out. It does look... I mean, certainly for someone who probably is lacking in the talent to make something really pretty, it uh, <laughs> makes stuff look a lot better than it can I, do. I wonder if it's... Um, What's the word? Compatible with um, the bamboo tablets? Um, well, I don't know actually. I imagine so because it obviously be a mouse control. That the the the, the kind of bamboo like Wacom tablets, or yeah. just it just works like a mouse. So Is imagine. that how you pronounce it? Wacom, yes. I keep calling it Wacom. I th- I, that's what I believe it's called anyway. That's what I've always called it. Wacom sounds a lot better. It does. It's, it's, it does look like quite a rude word if you if you look at it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, looking at this, I you know Clarky went on about he bought this RPG maker. Yes. <laughs> and not to be outdone by Clarky in any way, shape, or form, I downloaded the demo. Uh huh. Um, Christ, it's weird. It is. I I picked it up really cheap in one of the sales, but I've never actually even booted it up. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I downloaded, like I say, downloaded the demo. Um, I couldn't even figure out how to get um, your own sprites in or make your own. I mean, I, I've got no, I've not told anyone this or anything. So this is whether you'd classify it as an exclusive or not. Um, I have been writing my own storyline and all sorts of bits and bobs to a, a sort of world and where I want to go with it and the storyline and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But the idea is there, but getting it out is fucking hard. <laughs> well, I've, I've got pages and pay. Well, I've got about four pages of the story and rough ideas of where I wanted to go and what yeah. to do. But um, yeah, I thought, yeah, this RPG maker might actually be a, a simplistic enough tool to um, get what I want across. Okay. It, it doesn't appear to be going that way. <laughs> no. So I, I've ended up writing the whole writing a. Um, one of my other stories about um, hold on, actually not, I'm writing a story about the wife in Twine. In Twine. Yes, you know Twine. Twine. No, I do not. Not familiar with what you're talking about. You know the Steve Jackson and Ian Stone fighting fantasy books. Yes. That sort of thing. Okay. You basically write a thing. You can either do one or two things, and it will go one way or another. 
Yeah, okay. I never heard of it being called that Twine. I was always referred to it, it as just fighting fantasy books. To be honest. No, Twine is the uh, website. You can download the software to make your own. Oh, I see. So you, right. you've got you've got a box. You write the story, in, and there's like uh, a little bit of code, like two brackets, creates a, a clickable item, and then you create another box with that word in there, or you create another one with another yeah, word in there. Okay. And it's it's easy. It's like a spider pattern. You can you yeah. can see, you know, where it goes. Um. So yeah, I'm currently trying to get my meat and two veg around that. Um, but I've got a lot of ideas. It's just I have a lot of ideas at certain times of the uh, evening. Put it that way. <laughs> um, well, let's probably leave it at that. That sounds pretty sinister. <laughs> um, last thing I was going to talk about is um, a new phone. Um, it's basically new phone month. If you haven't noticed. Listen, I know somebody's got one of these and they think it's okay, but I've got my S4 because I ditched the iPhone 5. So you ditched your iPhone 5. Why did you ditch your iPhone 5? Because I think it's too restrictive. Um, okay. I I always jailbreak my iPhones. Okay. Um, with the fact that I can make the icons what I want, I can put them where I want, I can have infinite folders where you know how iPhones restrict it to 12 items per folder. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why? Why do they need to do that? What, what, the, what the fuck is going on? Why not have one folder where I can put all my bloody games in it, one where I can put all my apps in it, and that's like two folders, instead of having like six for all the games or all my music. And, and then they pissed about with the bloody podcast app. Why? I mean, I got used to it in the end, but it's just annoying. I should prefer the podcast app now. Really? Mm, I did for the new version, um, to be honest with you. It's a lot easier to deal with. You just kind of refresh it, and it, all the podcasters sync quite nicely. Um, yeah, I, I, and, you, and you can it's quite configurable. So you can go, don't only download the light legs one, keep the last five, whatever you want. It's quite nice in that regard. Yeah, you do not connect your phone to the computer that often then, no? No. Oh, right, I do. Almost never. Oh, I see. Right, okay. You're like my missus. She never connects it to a computer either. No, I mean, that's for me, that makes it a pain in the ass. Having to go to the computer, that's something I want to try to avoid rather than... Is your computer never on? It's always on. What's the issue? Um, I, For a start, I don't have iTunes on my um, actual computer at all. It's only on my laptop. Um, okay. And I, I just don't want. I just I don't know. I just kind of for some reason I just keep it all separate. So I've got because I've got a MacBook. I just use that for my uh, music. But I kind of listen to Spotify or whatever on my uh, main PC. Oh, um, okay. But I rarely listen to music on it. To be honest, so. Oh, you you well, I don't really listen to that much music, but uh, I keep everything on a on a separate hard drive. All my um, you know, backup all my music and all my podcasts and all the stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'd sync mine at least three, four times a week. But my computer's always on, and the plug's there. I just plug it in and forget about it. It just does it automatically. I don't sure. do anything. Um, oh. Well, mine's basically just on. Um, I've got it on the iCloud backing up. So um, that's I'd... expensive. I looked at that. Well, no, there's the free, free iCloud. I'm not paying anything. Well, I'm sure I was looking at something. No, but you, take you... all your music and you could stream it everywhere, which sounds fantastic. No, but I think you probably can get different different packages. But the basic iCloud means that if I download an app on my phone, for example, it'll pop up on the iPad on the iPad at the same time. It'll start downloading to there as well, and things mm. like that, which is quite handy. But anyway, I've been in a quandary about. So I've got an iPhone five. I had the four S before that, um, mm-hmm. and before that a three G, um, 
and I have no issue with your process. I don't mind the, the restrictive uh, controls we're having because it, it does what I want it to do. Do do you do you do a lot of? It's going to be a bit of a personal question. Um, do you play around with your phone a lot in bed? <laughs> not really. No, not oh, really. Oh right, okay. Because the other, I mean, when I jailbreak mine, I only put a few things on there really it's um flux which turns the blue down which is like a gamma correction okay which, which makes it more warmer and it doesn't strain the eyes which is fantastic uh, and infinite folders and the occasional um theme where mm-hmm. i can turn all the like i say the acorns glass and make them all go in the form in the middle so i've got like three rows of three and yeah. there's even a mod where you can it it fucks the battery, something chronic. But what it does, it keeps the camera on permanently and then broadcasts that as the background so it looks like it's see-through. Oh, okay, quite cool. Mm. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. All, all the strange little things you can do. Think of that must ruin the battery. It Absolutely does, it, ruin it. It does hammer it quite a bit. Um, but, I mean... Uh, uh, no, the, 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 the reason that I'm, I'm actually sorry, thinking about... No, it's fine. No, but the reason I'm trying to think about changing, mm. um, and it's not the operating system, it's just because... I want a bigger phone. Um, right, okay. Uh, the iPhone 5's fine and all that, and it's not... Mm. But I'm kind of getting a bit of screen envy jealousy going on. Um, it's not big enough, no? It's not big enough. Um, and you kind of get so used to using bigger and bigger devices. And I know, obviously, I remember when some of these big devices come out, people going, oh, my God, these are ludicrous, and they become quite normal now. See, uh, the Galaxy Note is ludicrous in size. The 4S, which is what uh, the Galaxy 4S is what I've got, um, S4, sorry, is big enough because my thumb can just about stretch from one side of the screen to well, the th- other. Th- that's exactly the, how I assessment is. Kind of with one hand, my left hand particularly. Oh right. Okay. Um, because I just, I just, because I, I tend to, because I tend to put my phone in my left pocket. I use my, I use. Because I've kind of a habit of I'm right-handed, but I kind of put wallet in my right pocket, phone in my left pocket, and I, you kind of might have to use it in my left hand quite easily. And I kind of test: can I reach across and type something? Yeah. Um, and as long as we do that, it's fine. So I've been been thinking for a while: are Apple going to release a new iPhone that isn't basically an S model of the five? With and I'd be honest, the five so quick anyway. It's just I mean I'm not that's not a concern. Um, do you hmm. do you want another clamshell phone then? Do you want a clamshell? No, not really. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. They're all full phones. I'm taking the piss. Um, I, don't I, don't I don't think I've had any clamshell phones at all, in fact. Um, what sort what, what? I mean, I agree with you. Apple could do a lot damn better. Yeah. If they um, released but, a five-inch version of the <clears throat> iPhone, I think it'll sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah, the bigger screen. I mean, I like... <clears throat> sorry. The five is good because it's hard wearing. You couldn't fuck the screen up as you could easily could on the four or the three. Sure. Um, I watched a few stress test videos where they um, dropped the phone from like your pocket, from your waist, and then from your mm. ear to the floor, and the five stood up to it really well. Yeah, I mean, I've I actually, fun enough, um, I I'll probably be selling my five this month, and I was fortunate enough to kind of um get a new handset because the lock button stopped working so about a week ago i popped to the apple store two weeks ago we popped the apple store oh, and um oh. they they just went oh yeah no problem and placed the handset straight with me it's got a brand they, new handset they did that with me 
with my power button do you think i think there's probably a problem with them but... probably um but who cares <laughs> i've got a brand new phone to sell because yeah. even though I, I i run my phones um caseless like a <gasps> yeah like a, like a you man. like it you like it without protection <laughs> like a man um so it had picked up a few little marks because the i've got I had a black iphone and it's got little chips kind of it's getting marks up it's really irritating it is um but so I've got a brand new phone, brilliant. So I originally was going to hold out for see what they did for Apple, see if Apple surprised me. I don't think they will, but I thought see if they surprised me. Um, but then of course they had Efa last week, which has meant that there's that so many phones were kind of spouted out. Um, yeah. And I have ended up pre-ordering the Sony Xperia Z1, which is the 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 the, the sequel to the Z, which came out. Uh, this time last year or beginning of this year. So, what's so special about this? Um, the uh, the Z one. I well, basically, from what I can gather, it seems to be have the the fastest um, performance um, of, of, of all the various crap they've got in there. Um, it looks a little bit like an iPhone. It's got that kind of sleek design. The issue I have along with the Samsung ones is I don't like the circular plastic thing. They look cheap. Is, is this one of the waterproof ones? I've yes. Seen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, I can see the point in that. Um, um, I'm, I'm sure I've seen it's, one. It's, very, it's just very... about big enough. Sorry, go on. It's, it's, it's just about big enough that it's not too much. Um, I'll, send you a, I'll send you a link in True Professional Standards. Fantastic. Um I do like my phones. I really do. It is one of my um, weaknesses. Um, I mean, I got the S4 because it is the uh, best out there at the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people have admitted that. I mean, it's got a quad-core processor on it in 2 gig of RAM. I mean, what? My, it's faster than my fucking work laptop, but then they did buy pieces of crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fast. It's potent. And I'm, I, it's, I'm really starting to like the... Um, Android system, the way they do things, it's um. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm a I, little bit nervous. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I've pre-ordered it. Um, actually, I bought, I'm actually ordering it through the network. The last couple of phones I bought outright. Um, Sim oh, yeah. three. So I'm kind of trying to, well, just trying to save myself a bit of cash in the in the short term at least. This um, this um. They have promised me that I, if Apple come out with something this week, I can swap my pre-order, which is ha- quite handy. Uh, oh, exclusive. <laughs> um, this Z1 I'm looking at, is there no buttons on the front? I don't think there are. I think they're all um, on the screen. There's a button on the side, which is the power button, I believe, and there's uh, volume buttons, I think, on the side as well. Do you know if you can take the battery out of it? You can't take the battery out of it. I know that. Controversy. Why not? I don't know. I don't That's care. That's waterproof, isn't it? <laughs> that would probably be the main reason, but I really couldn't care less. I mean, I've never... Never been a thing that's bothered me particularly. Oh, it's, it depends how heavily you hammer it, I suppose, isn't it? As to how quickly you um, chew up well, playing games and stuff. We'll it? find if you play out. Games on it. It will find out when I if if I nothing happens from Apple and I uh, this arrives. Um, if in any way it's <laughs> not good enough, I will give it the true roasting it deserves in a month's time. Um, so don't you worry. Uh, but anyway, I, I want to you've you've. Addison to the show notes here, um, picking up on something I mentioned a few shows ago, much to yes. John happily kind of got, didn't get catch wind of what we're talking about. And that's yeah. um, gen- gentleman shaving. Real shaving, shaving for men yes. with one blade. Yes, um, exactly. Now, 
do you use a, a DE razor or a single edge? I can't remember. I think you use the classic DE razor, don't you? Yes. Yeah. The the, 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 the kind of the razor and blade on either side, and you can flip it over and use the, the double other edge razor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this malarkey for over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get any razor burn or, no. or any such things like that. I mean, I've got um, I've also got my own straight straight edge, which is uh, even more manly. I thought about that, but. To get a good one, it seems to be really, really expensive. Yeah, that's because you want a Dovo or something, isn't it? I don't know. If it's everything I looked at, either they were cheap or expensive. Um, I mean, I picked up an antique one off, um, where was it, eBay, and mm-hmm. it came shave ready, and it was, abs- oh, there you go. It, it came shave ready, and I, I loved it, but it is uh, an unforgiving mistress. Um, yeah, I can imagine. I, I, I've cut myself a few times on it, but I'm I'm glad someone else has started shaving like a real man because I keep trying to get people to go this way because they go, oh, oh, I've got razor burn. You can see the spots yeah, and yeah, stuff all on their face, and that goes, no, no, you want to get yourself one of these. I mean, I my original one was a Edwin Jaeger 89 JBL. Now, don't ask me why I remember that because I do. Um, mm-hmm. I've picked up a Merca. Uh, oh, God, 32C or something like that. It's uh, what I did was is I sounds like a phone. It does sound like a phone. Yes, I um, it does. Yeah, I um, dropped my last one in the shower, and it snapped the head off it basically. Now I didn't realise I could buy a um, a spare head for it and keep the handle, but I just spent twenty quid on a on a new one. Mm. But I mean the blades. I mean what blades are you using? I um, I'm using ones that came with it, but I have bought some ones. Feathers. I'm not sure what they're called. I can't remember. That. I think they're just a, like a, a standard razor. I've seen them around. Oh, and I, but I have ordered, I did buy some from um, a local company, some kind of German-made fancy ones. Merkins, um, more than likely. Maybe, uh, maybe. If, um, you're not, if you don't get on with them, I'm going to recommend the Feathers. Because okay. um, I browse Reddit quite a lot still after the year or so. And there's a shaving subreddit called Wicked Edge. Um, they're the ones that got me into shaving like a real man. Um, they've had people who are scientists, obviously, if those who don't know Reddit, um, it's like a collection of everyone, really. They've had scientists stick different DE blades under a mass spectrometer okay. to see how okay. sharp the edge is. Okay. And the feathers come out on top every time. Okay. But these, uh, these fucking things are made in Japan. And I bought, I bought 50 for uh, 17 quid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you can't you can't buy four for twelve quid in the in the Mac threes, can you? Well, that's that's exactly it. I mean, I want to say I wasn't really. I mean, I don't have to shave very much, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. um, I'm, for some reason, I just I don't really have to. But the idea, the thing of getting your cup, putting some shaving soap in, mm. and getting a proper brush, um, wetting it, and just kind of bring the foam up, and it, it's it makes you smell nice. It feels good. The shaves are really easy. Doesn't doesn't pull your skin. No, it doesn't. No, it's, exactly. It's. I mean, I'm using. I'm, I actually quite like the fact I'm using a kind of the kind of the, the small kind of small silver razor. Kind of heavy. Feels weighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I, I don't understand why we stop shaving like that. Um, advertising. 
it must be because it doesn't it take long. It no, doesn't, doesn't take long. It, it, it's not like it takes you any more time. I mean, it's a little bit more faffy, and there's more elements to it in theory. Mm. And you, might, you, you have to change the blade qu- more often because you kind of get through uh, with a, with with kind of a greater speed. But I, I don't understand why we stop. It just baffles me. Absolutely baffles me. Money. It's, yeah. I swear down, it's money because you can well look at the price of five blades and that, and then they don't last very long. But with yeah, I mean, I think people of uh, the companies have realised that people are going back to classical shaving, and now they're trying to get their uh, fingers in the pies. Yeah, so, no, so, so to speak. I've um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to move away from it. I love how heavy my razor is. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Well, I'm not going to kind of obviously it goes completely off the track, but I would say recommend to people that honestly give it a try because you'll be amazed. Mm-hmm. Getting proper brush, and I remember my dad doing it, and kind of um, my dad's friends kind of having proper. And I always think really kind they were not in fashion when I was a teenager, and I'm kind of ashamed. It's kind of a shame, but I would say oh, really give it a try because it is a treat. It makes shaving enjoyable rather than a chore. That's how I describe it. Yeah, just be careful if you pick up a straight edge. Because <laughs> it is no forgiveness. Yes, I would also recommend that. Let's move swiftly on. <laughs> um, as we rambled on more than I expected. But I have got Captain Tangent with me, so that shouldn't be that surprising. I'm sorry. Um, that's fine, don't worry. We'll we'll rattle through um, uh, the releases before we get into part two. So um, we've actually got some releases now that the uh, summer has ended, almost. Well, considering the wet rain we've had the last couple of days, yep. it's ended. Um, we've got some games coming out. So tomorrow, which probably today by the time we listen to this, uh, so on the 10th, we've got Amnesia, a machine of pigs. It looks good. It does look good. But I mean, what peculiar name to give a kind of horror game? Um, quite appropriate. I suspect it's going to be a very good one. I mean, like mm, Silent maybe. Hill. What the hell did you expect from a name like Silent Hill? Um, I don't know. I mean, it didn't have pigs in the title. True. Um, but I mean, I, I find these I mean, even some like me who's quite hard and like these games are usually pretty dark. They're kind of hard to play. Blimey, they are. They are hard work. Um, and, uh, and certainly Vimesy would never play a game like this. There's no, no. doubt. Um, anyway, 12th September, Armor Three. I don't know if I should care or not. Again, what what we're we going to the alpha uh, proper sorry proper release. Now. I so think I this is pro- the I think this is proper release now. Um, it's really hard to tell because it's been kind of kicking around for such a long time now. It has. I'm uh, I'm waiting for them to release a DayZ mod because <laughs> it'll happen sooner than the game. Uh, probably, probably, but I think they haven't got their own modes in here. That's a bit like DayZ anyway. DayZ, I... DayZ. We should call it DayZ. Yes, yes, we should DayZ. I apologise. Um, I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I played it a few times, particularly with Vimesy, where I um, flipped the Hummer. That was fun. Oh, I remember stories of this. <laughs> Tales. <laughs> it was. It was good fun. I got on the floor and couldn't get off. I didn't know how to stand up. <laughs> See, it doesn't make me feel compelled to play this game. You just don't know the controls. I would just jumped into it without knowing anything. I didn't oh, no, bother looking at the fact it was, it was hard to work out was the concern. Um, no, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a, a realistic, uh, realistic simulator. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, after that, on after I'm a three on the twelfth, we've got on the thirteenth, King of Fighters eight Steam edition apparently, which I presume is just on Steam. I don't know. Um, um, it'd be a laugh though. Those games always are. I'm sure be, there'll be pixelated boobs juggling up and down in King of Fighters fashion. Why not? Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
Um, so these, these things coming out, and I can say that from now until probably December, we're going to have quite a few games to be talking about, um, as it's going to go nuts, I think. Probably. I, I can't wait for... Um, there is a game I'm waiting to come down in price, but I can't think what it is off the top of my head. Sorry. That's right. No. Um, okay, we're moving, going to move swiftly into lovely part two, um, films, books, and comics. Um, and... You've gone with a kind of bookie-based thing. Yeah. Um, I've just noticed you've, your your um, middle one. I've actually watched that recently. Oh, okay. Most of it, anyway. I don't spoil it. Don't no, spoil of course it. not. <laughs> Go on. So, what, tell us about tell us about your 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 Kindle dream. I would really like one of the new Kindle Paperwhites. Um, I, I believe everything has a purpose and shouldn't be that multi-functional. Now. My Galaxy S4 has a Kindle app, but mm-hmm. reading books on it isn't exactly a joy. No. Because it's all, um, it's all uh, tiny yeah. and uh, shiny. and Yeah. But, I mean, if I had the, the Kindle in my hand, it'd be a, a lot nicer because you've got the um, the dull screen. It looks like paper, and I think it, they uh, look very nice. Yeah. I mean, I picked one up for uh, my girlfriend's birthday back in June, and she was very much a believer that she didn't want a Kindle. She didn't like the idea of something that would take away books, but mm-hmm. I think she secretly loves it. See, I saw I saw a little advert for it. You can have comics on it as well. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's that's just piqued my interest. But the problem is, books. I don't want if I've got if a, if a bit of art's been done in colour, I don't want to see the black and white version of it. That'll be the problem for me. <gasps> really? Mm. That, that that would be a genuine issue for you. Well, if a comic if a comic's been been coloured, mm. and I just, to be honest, I I read a lot of comics anyway. In fact, we'll we'll come to that in my section, um, and I pretty much get all of them, not quite all, but m- almost all, um, through Comicsology um, on my iPad. And I can literally, it's, they must be making a killing since they introduced that as a way. Oh, God, yeah, definitely. I mean, the prices of them, yeah. So easy to, I'll buy that, yeah, I'll buy that, yeah, I'll buy that one, I'll buy that one. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like to see, if, it, if a piece of artwork's been done in full colour, I want to see the full colour. I don't want to see the monochrome version of it. I've, so I've, that'd be I've, my concern. I looked on Comicsology because someone put a few panes up of, um, Hawkman on Reddit. Right. That looks really good. I've got no idea. Hawkman, the absolute bastard superhero. He just doesn't care. He's just got asked, who's that blood? It's not mine. And then starts beating the other people up. It's, um, That's fair enough. I thought you'd know your comics, but oh well. I, I do know Hawkman, but I've never really read any of the stuff to be honest with you. There's, uh, there's so many. Um, oh, God, yeah. There's so many to get involved with. And he's a DC chap. And there's not much DC I bother reading. They're not the best at the moment, I'd say. Apart from... Nah, some of the new super, some of the new Batman stuff's pretty good. Some of the new, Batman's new, always good. Uh, I think you're being generous. Really, it's always good. I think he's had lots of good writers. Um, give give me a bad bad one then. Oh, I can't think of my head, but there's been <laughs> ones I've read that have been like, oh, that's not that good. Um, but I tend to only read the ones that are good. If that makes sense, like ones that have been got high high scored. Um, so are you going to get a paper white? Are you going to get one? If I get the money, yeah, of course. Christmas coming up. Christmas, maybe. Christmas straight. is definitely coming up. Yes. You can probably. Uh, on that note, I should <laughs> briefly mention that the first mince pies were in the shop last Friday. I really? Saw. Which yes. one? Co-op. God, Co-op have got mince pies. And, that, and that's and the, and the rule is you have to buy them. Yeah, of course I will. And you have to buy them. <laughs> I, I bought two I've packets. Seen Christmas, I've seen Christmas chocolate already. 
<laughs> it is nuts. It is nuts. Yeah, and um, nuts. Yeah, they're 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 kind of well always a Christmas there. staple. <laughs> I'm going to move swiftly. I was going to bring this. I'm going to mention a comic book I've been reading as we kind of talked about it on uh, the paperweight. Mm. Um, a series called Saga. This isn't about 60-plus people getting good insurance, is it? This isn't about that. Um, this is seems to be kind of... I think they've described, they've described it as a, as a space opera. Um, but it's very it's a very sci-fi fantasy tale. Um, right. I think it only kept, started coming out last year, middle of last year. Um, and it uh, starts off with a kind of a, a winged lady and a horned man. Um, and it's she's giving birth to a their their love child, mm-hmm. and it appears to be the tale of, of this child. But she seems to be telling the story. Um, I haven't got. I'm, I'm a couple of volumes into the into yeah. it. Um, hasn't got. There's only about twelve, thirteen issues that come out, and I haven't actually got into her being anything more than the baby. Um, and it's basically these conflicting forces of these winged people and horned people. Uh, mm-hmm. One from one's from moons, others from, other from planets, and their pointless war that seems to be endless and without without reason. And it's war never cracking, changes. It's a cracking book. It is really really good. Really enjoying it. It's got a really interesting take because it's very um, sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. in the sense of you've got magic as well as guns and spaceship as well as ghosts. It's kind of a real kind of concoction of the various genres all mashed together and it's just a really interesting read. The artwork's great, the story's compelling, it's quite it's quite adult in in the stages. But yeah. uh, it's I would anybody who's into the comic books wants to check something out, I'll pick up the first um issue. I picked it up uh, for like ninety nine P or whatever. And mm-hmm. I kind of thought from that went, mm, okay, I'll buy the others. I kind of really enjoyed it that much. So forty quid later. <laughs> Well, luckily they haven't done enough issues to be that to be the concern. It's only cost like I think it's like five ninety nine for the volumes of six, I think. Um, oh, so that's okay. too bad. Um but yeah, I I if you are interested in comic books I would recommend it. I do like my comic books and I've been to a few comic book stores. I even found one in my uh, I suppose you'd call it vicinity, uh, Bedford. I suppose it's down the road from me. Um yeah, they had a lot of comics, and they even had some vintage ones, like 50, 60 quid in, like, these uh, pockets and stuff. They look pretty bloody old. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, what did I, did I see? The Sin oh, City uh, ones? Yeah, okay. so these, like, kind of, like, issue 12 of Spider-Man or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Sort of thing you don't take out of the package. It's more of an investment, I suppose. But it's not issue one, and that <laughs> means it's almost worthless. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. I mean, there's there's something a big reason, like the first uh, Doctor Octopus or something. Yeah. I wasn't uh, really paying attention. Really, there's other things in the store that caught my eye. I just remember seeing them. There was a bloke at the counter who spent a hundred quid on Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Wow, I didn't, I didn't even know, know that was. I didn't even know that was still, still going. No, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and then I went and bought myself some Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> Which again, you could argue, why is that still going? Um, Anyway, I'm going to get past part yeah. two with, 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 with gusto. Um, I saw Adjustment Bureau on one of the streaming services that I subscribed to, and I forget. Um, Any good? Oh, oh, um, it was all right. Um, it's a sci-fi thing. 
Um, it, it's kind of got a religious tone to it, which I don't like that much. Oh, right. Um, but you've got people who wear hats that can predict people's lives, hats. and it tries to adjust them. They wear hats, yeah, for some reason that's important. It doesn't tell you Is it why. a fedora? It is a fedora, yes. Oh, my giddy aunt. Right, okay. Um, and they can manipulate people's lives, adjust their lives, perhaps. You could look at it that way. Um, I... I, well, it's, it's kind of a sci-fi futury thing, and it was it was a, it was enjoyable enough as a as a watch, but I'm not quite sure whether it was good or not. If that makes sense, it wasn't a remake of something, which is good, I guess. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, having Robocop, the uh, the new trailer for Robocop has come out. Obviously, I watched week. that trailer, and I'm not too sure. Well, as trailers go, it's fine. Is it going to be mm. a good film? Of course, it's not. It's going to be rubbish. Do you think they've ruined it by making it in black? Um, Not in a racist way, obviously. <laughs> when when Proton says black, he means they painted him black rather than silver. Um, yeah. That would obviously, of course, would not be the issue. Um, no, do you know what? I think the problem is, I think what Robocop, what's Robocop special is the 80s glimpse of the future. Yes, um, I suppose it does, yes. And there's various periods, obviously lots of 70s films that have a tone that... Is the 70s view of the future, the 60s view of the future, and so forth. And Robocop is, the, for me, the personification of the 80s view of the future. That kind yeah. of grim and that, oh, I'll buy that for a dollar, and that kind of sunshine, 2000, sun yeah. cream, and it, that kind of, that silliness, for me, was, was the charm to it. And it doesn't appear to have any of that charm. It's got tons of actors in it. Gary Oldman and Samuel L. Jackson's in there and mm. all sorts, but... I don't know if I'm... It's going to be rubbish, let's face it. Most Gary, Oldman rubbish. Pops up. Gary Oldman's popping up in a lot of things these days. He is, yeah, he is. Um, we will see, but I'm not holding up any... No, of course hopes. not. It's it's a it's a sit in front and turn your brain off type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, last thing I want to talk about is something you've... You say you've seen this as well. I've seen... Uh, I think I came in 10 minutes in and then left probably 20 minutes before the end. I was um, probably busy doing payday two or something probably <laughs> um and this is we are legion which is about anonymous uh the tale of 4chan well, i wouldn't say it's to i mean 4chan's a factor but i think it's probably a low factor in this it kind of discusses it kind of loosely more um, it's more about anonymous as a uh, society i guess best way to call it i don't know, i think i don't believe we're calling like kind of hackers or hacktivists or other things they they can refer to because yeah. clearly the, they are just generally fairly like-minded people. I mean, I, I've, I've been honest, I've heard of them, but I hadn't really um, kind of looked into them in any great detail. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, Bowl means go on 4chan, go on B, but you'll walk away pretty quickly. I mean, I, I, I've, I've looked at things like 4chan and that. I never quite understand. It feels like a very 90s website, and I don't really understand why it still exists. It's, it's just an image board where people can post things without judgment. Yeah. You, you yeah. have no... You have no. Uh, you can't gain favour by posting things people like this. You know, like how Reddit has the upvote system. Mm. People repost and repost and repost and stuff. Just it's called karma whoring. They just want a bigger number next to their name. On... 4chan there's none of that you just post under anonymous and there's no score system there's no identification you are just what you sure. write sure no, that, and that's itself quite interesting i just i guess that uh, this is more about 
how anonymous have behaved as an organization and what they've what they're trying to achieve and i i can completely support their goals because it's it's about no censorship it's about people being or government society being more transparent but it's more about the powers that be and it's i found it interesting it's kind of where you've got laws in place that are perhaps favored poorly for the individual paved well for the corporation they are there to try to counter it Scientology being one of them Scientology being being one of them and I like the fact that there's people out there doing that and they're being uh, difficult I mean it was interesting it obviously refers to quite a lot of the history of this and how they split into different um, groups Mm. Um, and there's obviously there's a and I think what they, call, what they call them like moral fags, people who want to do the right thing. They're basically they're white kind of, knighting. Well, perhaps um, that kind of chaotic good uh, behaviour, which yeah. which is the reason that I'd even look at these in any kind of positive way would be would be that route, doing what is generally the right thing, perhaps in a unusual way or against the wrong way. <laughs> well, no, it's the wrong way because maybe there's no other way of doing it. Exactly. Um, and that was quite intriguing. It basically made me, I'm going to pay more close attention to what they actually do um, as a, as a group, because I think it's quite interesting. I kind of, I, it kind of follows a lot of my ideology about kind of open censorship and mm. um, it's fairly liberal, which is, I'm fairly liberal. And I kind of like that, like that as a, as a, as a group that I'm pleased that people out there. And it was quite interesting knowing how DDoSing works properly, that in fact, it's actually just an application. You just yeah. put on your computer and it's a piece of cake. Did, to did use. you not know? No, not really. I haven't really paid much attention to it. Um, oh, right, okay. But they, I think it's called... I think they've used um, something for Command and Conquer, haven't they? As the Loic, like, the uh, lowable ion cannon. Yeah, exactly. It does just send thousands and thousands of requests, and you basically fuck up their server. It's why, it's why I kind of try and avoid using terms like hackers and hacktivists and whatever else, because they're actually not doing all the different refreshing a page a lot of times. No, they're, they're what is called script kiddies. They uh, they just take the programs and use them. The real hackers are the people who write them. Yeah, yeah. And to uh, whoever, shall we say, the brains behind the operation. Yeah. A- anyone can download a program and press go or fire yeah, lasers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but it's still it's still interesting. I mean, I, it's, it was on uh, Netflix. I'd say if you're interested in that kind of thing, I would just check it out. I mean, I I found it quite an interesting. Watch it was. I didn't kind of give it all my undivided attention. I was kind of doing other things at the same time. But it was still a nice thing to have kind of rolling in the background to see what other people are doing and and why they're doing it. I guess. And sometimes some of the harsh sentencing some of the guys got of yes it is it is a bit much i mean <sighs> if you want to go on about the american laws are out of their fucking mind yeah um, i mean murderers and rapists get less time than people who smoke pot or try yeah. and smuggle it and um, people who hack and just do things press go on the computer they get worse sentences the whole system's fucked up yeah it's, it's a bit crazy but anyway Check it out if you if it, that kind of thing interests you. Um, if you've got any, well, actually, just I, watch I, it. Yeah, just watch it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. even if it doesn't interest you, it'll give you an interesting history of 4chan and particularly B. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, so we're going to move swiftly into part three um, news, and I'm going to keep this brief because I. It's you want to go? Well, not just that. This has ended up being like the Sony News Channel. Um, oh, right. Based upon what news articles I've picked up. Because Sony have obviously done some kind of conference in the last kind of few days. And they've been churning out all this exciting stuff they're talking about. I don't quite understand why they didn't do this stuff at Gamescom <laughs> two weeks ago. But, hey, they didn't. So they've come out with a chunk of news and 
whatnot. But we'll kind of kick off with what I think is kind of intriguing, which is the fact that the PlayStation 4 won't launch in Japan until February. I wonder why. Now, the only thing... We were talking about this in the office today. Mm. And anything we could fathom from this would be, because they've got the market completely sewn up yeah. um, in Japan, that there's no rush. They don't need to rush it out in Japan. But what... What differences are they making, though, to it? And why can't they do those, uh, in brackets, differences? Well, no, so when, so, sorry, when I say, sorry, when I'm referring to rushing, I'm talking about there's only a certain amount of boxes they can produce. Um, so they, they, they'll go, we can make 5 million or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and Japan would take normally 2 million of those. These are all made-up numbers. I'm just giving you kind of ballpark. Um well, we don't need to compete with the Xbox One in Japan because, let's face it, it won't sell more than a dozen units. I mean, they're so unpopular um, historically. Well, let's try and own more of Europe. Let's try and own more of the US. Let's try and more version, more, more more things on shelves so that you can basically sell them out and sell more in those Cunning. territories. That's what I think they've done. That's why I think that. Cunning. Um, uh, because you look at I mean, the Xbox already kind of. Microsoft have made such a pig's ear of it. I mean, I'm not going to get caught up on it again, but they've done such a bad job of, of getting the console out there. You really don't have to worry with me because I don't care. No, no, no. It's not, it's just, it's just, I can't bother to talk about it. They don't deserve my time. No. Um, the Sony are releasing in all European territories, and it's about four territories, four core territories, like the Nordics, for example. Yeah. Xbox isn't coming out. Why? This year. Because they have oh, some um, localization uh, issues, blah, blah, blah. It's just nuts. I mean, I can tell you Scandinavia, Nordic region, is absolutely one of the biggest game regions in Europe. Uh, it's yeah. crazy that they do something like that. So, do you know what's saying pretty gone? Do you know what? Let's delay it and make sure we've got enough supply to own Nordics. If you own so, the first, first three on. months... Hold on. This... What's the issue? Is this just a... You say it's a regional thing. Is it because they have to lock them down to a region or something? Oh, uh, what, Microsoft? No, Sony. Um, well, no, it, it, you launch in the market, or well, basically, to have a console, you'd have to have, have a distribution partner in each market. So that's the problem they're having in the uh, Nordics? Well, no, they, Microsoft, of course, Microsoft and Sony both will, but mm. Microsoft is saying that there's uh, issues with localization, they can't release it in the Nordics at the same time as everybody else, it'll be oh. months late. Sorry, I thought we weren't talking about Microsoft. Well, no, we're not, but I was just referencing the fact that Sony have gone, oh, Microsoft can't release in those territories, we'll make sure that we're, we're fully stocked in those territories. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that, that's a good that's move. That's probably what they're doing. I don't know this, what they're doing. I'm just kind yeah. of reading between the lines. I, I generally don't understand the problem. Can't they just make it, I mean, I know there's different hertages and, you know, power frequencies and stuff like that, but if it's a case of locking it down, why the fuck would they? Be localization could be the problem. I don't understand what you mean by localization. Well, um, they may wish to fully localize the box and packaging into Finnish, Norwegian, Swedish. Can't they? All these things are. I know it's. It takes time. I mean, frankly, it's an excuse. They they're going. Yeah. Microsoft can do exactly the exact same thing they always want to do, and they'll sell loads in America and and a few no, in the but- UK. As, as, as an option, because near enough, all of these things will be taken online, can't they? I mean, there, there must be a way for it to know. Oh, it plugs. You plug it and you turn it on. Make sure it's connected to the internet. It knows what country oh, no. you're in. Bing I, bang bosh. I don't think that's the problem, mate. I, oh, it's no. more about producing um, the actual um, box and the packaging around it and things like. Oh, that. I see. Right. Okay. They're not talking about the actual 
like, I, I'd be very surprised if that's a problem. Um, they, they should uh, just bring a black box out then with just black and the X on it, and that's it. You don't need any gumph on it. People know what it is. I, I know this, but uh, again, we're getting too much. Too much. Don't uh, all really more conversation. <laughs> Making us deserve. angry. <laughs> Making me angry. More than they deserve. So. It's, I thought it was interesting that the fact that they've delayed probably the first time I've ever known a Japanese company delay in Japan by such a big margin. Normally it's Japan are the, are the, are the winners, but anyway. Um, they've also uh, announced... Um, I'm going to come to the viewfinder thing last because I think it's the most weird. Um, a slimmer PS Vita. Uh, nah, whatever. Um, it's a newer PS Vita. I kind of sold mine. Maybe I'll be tempted to kind of get one up if they're cheap. Um, if it comes with the package of the PS4, then yeah, go for it. Oh, indeed, yes, that would be quite handy. Um, I know they've changed the organic LED screen to just a standard LCD, which they reckon that actually it's better for blah, 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 flange, flange, flange reasons. Um, quite, fair enough. Um, but, I mean, anything on it being slimmer, it's still going to be even more of a kind of Japanese kind of hand puzzle of torture i can just imagine it'd be worse <laughs> um so maybe it's something i'll try first but now they've they're announced that and that'll be coming out in due course with more colors and then you can shake a stick out with some ghastly pinks and yellows they're using lovely um but aiming yeah aiming at the tween market then yes but more importantly and i can i showed you the link to this earlier which is mm-hmm. the ps vita tv looks good it does look good. It's like a little um, tiny, tiny device. Kind of looks like smaller than a joypad. Um, in fact, it's phone size, really, isn't it? I mean, yes, it is. Yeah, pocketable, definitely. Um, and it appears to run as a um, a Vita on your TV. So it doesn't have a screen itself. It's a kind of a like a mini console. Um, you can play via Vita, Vita games. You can connect your controller with it and work. But you can run Netflix and so forth on it. But what's going to be more intriguing, certainly someone who's um, pre-ordering a PS4, which I'm invariably not going to have next to my TV, I'm going to probably have it next to my PC, mm-hmm. is you can stream from your PS4 to this and play games on another TV in the house. Um, and that, for me, is quite a tempting thing. That something like, downstairs, kind of doing various bits more than I wanted to, and rather than have to uproot my uh, PS4, I can uh, just use this little device, presuming that it will cost a little rather than a lot. It did look quite cheap, which is a good thing. <laughs> and I, I think you mean in a positive way, don't you? No, no, I meant because of the article, it did give a, re, a price bracket, didn't it? I didn't mean it in the, the, the yeah. sense, build quality no. sense. Looks pretty I mean, good in build. They're suggesting it might be about $100, something like that. So we'll see what that really means in real money and, and everything else. But it could be a nice bit of kit, and I'm kind of going to keep an eye on this, see if this is going to be a Japanese only thing or something that could hit us in Europe um, but no it could be maybe. Interesting. maybe and last um, probably least or maybe not least I don't know the this interesting £1,300 I'll say this £1,300 um, Sony personal viewer headset or as normal people will probably call it the Oculus Rift Mark II it does look a bit like that. Um, they have a bit. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, the Oculus Rift does look like other headsets. I mean, it's not like it had the. It, it, no, I, yeah. I mean, it's a headset. There's only so many things you can do with it. it they weren't the first guys to come up with this kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> and I, I mean, obviously, I had the, the pleasure of um, playing Oculus Rift at Gamescom, um, which 
you can listen on to a couple of shows ago where we talked about it. Um, but yeah, I, I had a go. It was it was fun, but it felt a bit theme parky. And I think thirteen hundred pounds feels a lot of money for a theme park experience to me. Um, it's how good it is, doesn't it? Really, <clears throat> I can't see how it'd be that great. I mean, they've got um, it's got two seven twenty p displays in it, which is a bit strange because I thought they were trying to. I thought that the well, the, the Oculus Rift I used was running ten eighty p. So I'm a bit oh, you got the, you wore the HD version. Yeah, the uh, I think there was only like about a dozen in the world, and we kind of had to play with them, which was quite did, good. Did Did you play Minecraft on it? I didn't play Minecraft. No. I played Eve Valkyrie on it. Waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> you and bloody Minecraft. Um, the um, I, I, I'm not quite sure what to make of this. Really, are, are they are they literally trying to go out with a um, something to touch the the Oculus Rift market? Is this? Of course they the, are. What I mean. But for what thirteen hundred pounds? I mean, how much is the Rift going to retail for? Well, you can pick up the dev, <clears throat> dev things for about two or three hundred quid. Really? Yeah. So I'm really baffled as to what they're trying to achieve with this. Uh, it's, it's got 3D built in it, and anybody who's, who listens to the show regularly knows I couldn't give two hoots about that. Mm. Um, no, no, I don't know why you should. 3D's on its way out. Yeah, it's rubbish. Um, mm. It doesn't even seem to have like a determine. It seems to be literally just a viewfinder, rather than a move your head kind oh. of controlled experience. So it's, it's like one of those kids' toys. Um, well, I don't think it probably has the same charm as those kids' toys, but it's <laughs> um, it it seems to be more about um, just having a personal kind of TV space, which is the the reason that I don't see the Oculus Rift working is because of that reason. Um, because it's not a shared experience. It's, I can't see it kind going of going solo. Well, yeah, it's just, it's, so I'm, I'm kind of baffled by, I mean, maybe it's just, they, they're only making a thousand of them and it's a bit like their, their little Sony dog thing. See, um, it's, I think it's more to do with keeping people together because my computer's upstairs and I'm out of the way of the family with this. You could have your little tower, behind the sofa and this on a hook somewhere nearby and you can sit in the living room with the family and do what you need to do i mean christ you could probably have a a word document up and do what you need to do if you know where the keys are yeah but you're not though because you're going to be in an all-encompassed mask with sound and vision being pumped into your your no it's just iron ear holes from what i can see all it does it looks like it just sits on your eyes and you have to have a separate headset on oh maybe but the point is that's still going to break you're not going to be with your family, are you? You're going to be in a world apart from them. No? Yeah, but you can have your eyes closed and still interact with them, can't you? I mean, uh, blind people. No, but <laughs> the point is you're doing something else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of, of it's course. it's not the technicality of having your eyes covered. <laughs> it's the fact that you're doing something else. You may, you may as well be in another room is the point I'm trying to make. Mm, fair enough. Um but I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some crazy people doing coverage on YouTube about it, and I'll get, kind of a look at it. And but £1,300, that means it's even out of the range of me wanting to go. Oh, I'll just take a pump today. It's uh, silly yeah, money. Silly money. Yeah. yeah. Although for the 200 quid for the uh, Rift, I might even have. A, I might get one. Oh, well, that's that's it. They, 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 they're dev kits. Bear in mind, though, they're not the final bits of bits of kits. So I'm not quite sure how well they'll actually be as a consumer product. Um, I have to look out. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Anyway, 
Um, I'm going to lead us out to the boring outro crap. Um, I've, it's been a oh, good show. Good, good work, mm. Proton. Thank you for your assistance. Sure. Um, as a reminder, everybody, to you can use the affiliate links and donate through the uh, lovely uh, Metro Gamer podcast um, website. Uh, don't forget to review, review us on iTunes. Um, I think a lot, all three of the shows have popped back up in the top hundred or two hundred in the last um, few weeks. Um, doing well. Doing well, yeah. I mean, so please do review us. Please do give us um, your comments, and we do appreciate that anyway. Um, we've got the night shift, which you've delayed for us, haven't you, Proton? Yeah, I'm, uh, well, not really delayed. <clears throat> I'm going to, instead of recording tonight, I'm going to record tomorrow, but it will still be out uh, Saturday mornings. Okay. Um, we've got Mature Game Podcast as well, um, mainly talking for your console woes, where they probably talk about all the same news articles as me, I imagine. Um, but hey, um, you can follow me on Twitter, I guess. Can you follow me on Twitter? Is, is, is Twitter still a thing? Ugh. It is, yeah. Um, the show's at MGP Bits, obviously not mine. Uh, I'm at Finn underscore man, and I'm not going to be so crass as to promote my own show, which would be uh, MGP Night Shift. Of course. Uh, I can, I can probably beep that out if you like. Um, <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook, don't forget. Um, and if you want to email us, it's mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com. Um, yeah, well, that's it. Um, mm. Thanks uh, for listening. We'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.